With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, going through some of your mailbag questions from the last two weeks. We'll go to Jason. He says, how has Dax looked so far in camp? Is the lack of either safety making any highlights cause for any concern? No, I've talked a lot about that. I'm not concerned yet. I just, it's practice. There are safeties. I think safeties aren't as inclined to make highlight plays for the most part maybe in 11s, but not one-on-ones. Not, yeah. And that's where you're getting some of these highlights with Cam Taylor Britt and the guys is one-on-ones and their corners. Their corners covering these guys. Like, that's expected. Um, safeties, they're not typically asked to do that. Now, Dax Hill a little bit, maybe, you know, because he can mm-hmm. play a lot of nickel. But anyway, I – yeah, I'm not concerned. Are you concerned at all? Maybe I'm well, not too fair my- with this. I'm not, but here's my answer to all of that. When people say, hey, I'm seeing all these highlights from the wide receiver group. I'm seeing all this from the offense. It's a heck of a wide receiver group. It's a heck of a wide receiver group, one. But if so, so say you're on your Twitter page and you're at Bengals training camp. Do I want to snip a clip of Dax Hill? No offense to the defense. Sorry, defense. But do I want to get a clip of Dax Hill or one of the safeties or other corners making a play? Or do I want to highlight that Jamar Chase or T Higgins just had an incredible grab? I'm going to probably clip the one that I'm like, oh, this is what people want to see. They want to see Jamar Chase. They want to see T Higgins. They want to see Tyler Boyd making those highlights in the plays. And sometimes you're going to see the secondary get beat. Uh, but overall, I have no concerns over it. I just don't think we're, we see much from it. And um, look, it might take a minute for Dax Hill to be out there. Um, this is this is his real first year on the field as the starter in that role. So I hope we have a little bit of patience with that. Um, you know, it's we're probably going to see, you know, a little bit of miscommunication on the defensive side of yep. the ball for a minute. When you have Jesse Bates and Von Bell out there for multiple years, um, they're used to that chemistry and working together. So we just it's going to happen. And I just really hope people don't get down on him so early. And, and yeah. maybe we'll show everyone like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm not messing up or anything like that, but it's going to happen. And um, I'm just not down on Dax Hill. I feel like a lot of people gave up on him. It was really odd in his rookie year when he was never really out there. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm confident in Dax and, and we'll get to see him soon and see what that looks like in a regular season game. We will go to Harry. He says, how does the Bengals O-line depth compare to other teams around the league? Uh, I think it's comparable. <laughs> it's, 
I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't look too hard into. I I do th I I firmly believe you need to have one good swing tackle and one good interior guy. And if you don't have a swing tackle, you can have one pretty good backup at each spot. If you just don't have a guy that does it, I think the Bengals have that when while is healthy. And then with the interior guy, it's however you feel about sharping. I think that's uh, which. Eh, he's not a terrible backup off interior offensive lineman. You're just hoping it's not too long. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's fine compared to the rest of the league. I don't think it's low. I don't think it's bad. I think if they're if they go down a guy, it makes sense who they throw in there. So yeah. I don't think I felt that way two years ago. And last year I felt okay about it until they lost three guys. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, and it always makes you wonder. I know we go back to it too many times, but if they don't lose Alex Kappa in that Ravens game, um, what the AFC Championship game could have looked like for the offensive line. Uh, we will move on. David, this is a contract extension comment, and I just wanted to bring it up because, again, it's August 9th as we're recording this. I'm not fearing too much right now, especially when it comes to Joe Burrow, but we'll bring it up. He says, why are the extensions taking so long? No other team seems to have this problem. What? I still He's, think you're paying attention to other teams. Justin Jefferson's extension eligible, for example. When did look up I'll tell you right now, look up when Patrick Mahomes signed his extension. Look up when Josh Allen signed his extension. Look up when a majority of these franchise guys outside of Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert when they sign their contracts. Most of that stuff happens at the end of training camp going into the first week of September. Um, I'm just I'm not it, this is this these conversations have been behind the scenes and they're still quiet on August 9th. When you hear Ian Rappaport talk about Joe Burrow's extension, he is pretty much guessing everything that's happening. He has no concrete news. And I'm just like this. That that feels like good news to me. And maybe I'm optimistic about it, but I just feel like and I will say that when he sent this question last week, uh, Logan Wilson's extension happened the next day. So. Um, you never know what could happen. You know, we're recording on a Wednesday. It's our last podcast till next Tuesday. Could there be extension news? Maybe, but I feel like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. I just, I don't know. Am I too optimistic? No, I just, I, to me, I think it's relaxed. I think everybody has to relax on this. I'm not concerned until I need to be. It's just, these are extension talks. They'll go. It's kind of like, well, and maybe you should be concerned. I don't know. If you want to worry, worry. If you don't, don't. Because it's just, we live in such an age, and I've complained about this before, is my old man take, even though I'm not super old yet. But, uh, you know, my take is just, we live in such an age right now that is immediate information. It is like every day that we go by and these guys aren't extended is 10 years off of my life. Um, just relax. I mean, what? 10 years ago, you wouldn't get crap for a, one of these guys getting extended. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when. I just, I don't know. No idea. Oh, that guy's extension eligible? There, It's funny. There are people out there, not Bengals fans, but just like fans of other teams. They're like, they don't even, they're not even going to get chased on. I'm like, they can't get chased on. <laughs> it's not possible. Um, it's just, I don't know. The extension stuff, I don't, I, I felt like the Logan Wilson stuff was a nice surprise to get done last Friday. Um, I like the pay. I don't even know how to say it with Joe Mixon, but they, they made some extra money. They were able to give uh, Trey Hendrickson an ex a one year additional extension. 
Um, I don't know. I've, I've been okay with what the front office has been able to do. Um, I would love for them to be able to extend T Higgins along with Joe Burrow, but I mean, obviously the main focus right now is getting your franchise quarterback done and, and maybe they'll get T Higgins done before it, but it's on, on August 9th. I feel, I feel fine. I feel totally fine. And it's, it's different than the Jesse Bates situation. It's a different position too. So I don't know. That's just how I feel right now. Maybe I should be yeah. concerned, but I'm, I'm not. With you. No, I'm with you. Uh, we'll go to Andrew Russell. He says, how and where are the explosive plays going to come from in the offense, assuming they see as much as too high as they saw last season? Yeah, so I think these plays come off of – this has been my take the entire time. I think you'll have to come to – look, this is a shotgun team now. I think – you have to get a good play action game on your shotgun runs. Yeah. You've got the efficiency and the success rate of your shotgun runs down. I mean, your top three after you switch to the shotgun run game in run game efficiency, which is shocking. I think to Bengals fans to hear that, like, you know, the run game was one of the three most efficient run games in the leagues. Like, no, I don't know that <laughs> they were the Kings of five yard gains. Right. <laughs> Mixon. But um, yeah, I, I think that, if you can find a way to work a play action game with that, that's actually effective and can take shot plays off of it. Golden. Um, the other part of it would be if your offensive line can give you enough time to work real plays down the field that aren't go balls. I think that's the other one. So those are my two thoughts on it. And then the third one is just you hope, and it doesn't, he hasn't shown up a ton of training camp chase Brown, just being lightning in a bottle, just, just, catching that once in a while during a drive mm -hmm. just uh he has home run speed can you get him to just show that once a week once every two weeks whatever else uh, i want to go back to chase brown we talked about this oh goodness it's been almost four months ago uh less than four months ago since the draft and the Bengals drafted him when it comes to his play because i feel like there was mixed reviews when the Bengals drafted him as far as his blocking ability where are you at with the blocking for chase brown I don't know his blocking, his pass, yeah. his pass protection. Yeah, I don't think he has that job. <laughs> I think that's Travion Williams' job. Everything I've heard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't you don't think that he has because it was it felt like um uh, what's his face I'm I'm losing my uh, Daniel Jeremiah when he was doing like a draft profile on Chase Brown that he felt pretty good about I I think that Chase Brown has the intelligence and the processing and the want to and those are yeah. your most important things I think he's also a project there and that's all okay. these technical areas with blocking it's just I think when you're moving at NFL speed against NFL players. I think the pass protection is going to make a lot of sense when they come out there and Travion Williams is the third down back week one. It's just, that's where I am on it. Because I, I just saw too many college guys, he get to the right spot and lose. And okay. you want him to get to the right spot and win. Yeah. So that's where I am on it. 
I'm totally fine with that. And um, yeah, I'm optimistic about Travion. He'll be out there. And um, as of now, he's still kind of a week to week situation, but there's, he's probably just not going to see preseason. Uh, but to be determined on when he's full go, Taylor Kyles, he covers the Patriots. I thought this was funny. He said, how much for Jonah? <laughs> uh, he's playing pretty well, right? Is, are, I don't they think to, that... are they willing to send the third? It's it's going to be pricey. Blink check. Blink check. Um, <laughs> I mean, we were willing to take like a fourth. Uh, I think it would at least be up to a third now. And, and it, it's the Bengals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It really feels like they're going to ask for a two and nobody's going to give that to them. No, I mean, I don't blame them. Ask but I would them. ask for probably, I would open up with asking for a third. Like just go like, do you want to set a third round pick or hmm, a player you could steal from them would also be interesting. Like what, what player we, you know, you have some depth somewhere that we could take a, ah, I can't think of a similar level player. So my mind knows like guys I want, well, they're a little better than Jonah. <laughs> they're probably not in the last year of their deal either. No, no. Look, I I, I think this is going to be, if he can stay healthy, and look, this, you guys will re- remind me if I'm wrong. Um, I I feel like this is just such a big year for him, and and he dominates. I just feel like he's going to he's gonna play well. And even if he doesn't dominate and he's an average or above, I'm okay with that at right tackle. Did you? Did anybody watch this offensive line since Joe Burrow was drafted? I think they would take that in a heartbeat. So, um, so no, Jono isn't available right now. Maybe in the future to be determined. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Nick says something confidence, something something confidence meter on T Higgins resigning now that we're on to week two of training camp. Fifty fifty. I think I've been at 50-50 since last year. Yeah, I've I fluctuated think. a little sometimes. You hear some news or something, and like I kind of buy into it, and I'll go up to like 60. But I, I feel like I'm at 50-50. I'm just like, he might sign, he might not. I don't think that there's anything crazy going on. I think they could go into the season with T. Higgins with no extension, but T. Higgins is on the roster in 2024. That's what I'll say. Oh, fully agree. And – I just they I am still very confident they do not want to make another team better with the talent that they've drafted. Um, they love T Higgins and T and to T's credit, he's been here for everything. Uh, the majority of the offseason program, he's still been at training camp. Um, still, still with the group of guys, he wants to be there. He doesn't have contract extension at all. And I just truly feel, and it, it's kind of hard for rookies outside of, I mean, especially the first round picks to sit out on their rookie deal. Um, and if they're trying to get an extension, but I just think overall, if he does not sign or if they do not get an extension done, which they could, it's August 9th right now. And if they, uh, they'll franchise him. I, I truly feel that way. Um, we will yeah, go. They're gonna fr- do you think they franchise tag him a second time? If yep. it came down to it? Me too. But then at right. the end of the day, they could have. And like, it might be a tag and trade, but I don't think they're going to just. Yeah. Well, that's it. TC. I think he's going to be on the roster in 2024. I'll just say that. You think he's going to be on the roster in 2024? Um, and it could be wrong. <laughs> that's what that's, that's all I got. Uh, Vikram says, thoughts on Miles Murphy. What do you expect to see out of him during the preseason to make you feel comfortable with our D-line depth? Um, my thoughts on him are I like him a lot as a prospect, but I think he's raw. I think it's just yeah. there's a lot that he needs to improve on. And I don't expect it this year. That, that would be my thoughts. I, I, I'm hoping for some production and flashes, and then next year is when he could take the leap. I don't think 
if you could play him on run on rundowns, I think that'd be huge for this team, though. I think they have a lot of guys that can rush the passer. Well, not a lot of guys that can really rush the passer, but you know, you've got Osai and you've got Hendrickson and Hubbard and well, that might be it, but yeah, <laughs> some other maybe somebody else takes a step or something. But I just think that the rundowns would be important, not in terms of there's so many guys to rush the passer. I shouldn't have said that. But in terms of let's keep Hendrickson fresh and let's take some reps off of him. So maybe you get Murphy in for some of those early down stuff or when a team wants to establish it or something, you just like, let's get Murphy in there and let Trey breathe a little bit. And then when that doesn't work, let's, let's put Trey in uh, when, when that doesn't work for them, when the run game doesn't work for them. Now let's flip it in. Let's put Trey in there and let him rush. Let's let him go crazy. And I think that'd be good for Miles Murphy. You're kind of easing him in there, and he's not a full-time starter or anything like that. Um, don't expect this guy to go out and get, like, eight sacks or anything like that in his rookie year. Um, have a little bit of patience, like you should have with Dax Hill in his rookie year, but he'll still get more reps, Miles Murphy. Um, and I I'm excited for Trey to get some plays off because that guy goes full goal. I think a lot of people forget he was playing with a broken hand majority of the second half of the season last year um and that was just absolutely insane to me so i'm okay with mm -hmm. him getting getting some time off uh but if he can and go, the year before he was injured too yeah so it, it's just extremely important to just just watch that and if you can have the rotation with miles murphy that's going to be awesome one more question because we do have to wrap up but i feel like you will like this one now that you've been to cedar point what roller coasters are jamar chase and joe burrow oh my god <laughs> um let's see <sighs> okay. My first, my gut instinct, and these could be wildly wrong, but I want to say that Joe Burrow is the gatekeeper because it's the, you know, it's the first one you see. <laughs> it's, well, you go to see your point. It's right in front of the front gate. That's how it gets its name. It's mm -hmm. my second favorite. So I guess DJ Reader is the Raptor, since that's my favorite one. <laughs> so, and most people don't have it as the best one at the park. Yeah, it perfectly yep, fits. That's DJ DJ Reader. Reader. <laughs> He's the Raptor. Nobody asked. Uh, but Burrow's the Gatekeeper is my second favorite ride there. Um, it's super cool. It's at the front of the park. Um, Top Thrill's gone because that kind of maybe would have been my answer for <laughs> Jamar Chase. It's like Top Thrill Dragster, explosive. <laughs> He's gonna blow up. <laughs> And then uh, they lost a, a screw. Ran, it fell out and I guess hit somebody. So they're redoing it. So I will say, oh, the Maverick. The Maverick is Jamar Chase. Oh, something fell. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. The Maverick is Jamar Chase. Uh, love that ride. It's based on a horse. And uh, there's a part where it stops in the middle of the ride and then fires back out at like 60 miles per hour. And you're just, you know, back doing flips and whatever so those are the two all right i love it i've never been to cedar point but i'm going to take your word for it um oh, great. you have to go wow. i know i know i only have king's island here um but um they're owned by the same people i know i know i know um but if you're going to cedar point make sure you check out the joe burrow and the jamar chase roller coaster <laughs> and the dj reader one which i think is perfect uh but as we mentioned before when we started this podcast you are going to have um, some content coming soon over on all Bengals as we uh ramp up into preseason that's going to be coming up after the preseason game yeah i think the preseason game and i'm going to write an article based off of what happens in that preseason game and then i'm hoping to have the offense review article out and we'll see if i have time for the defensive review man this stuff just takes time right <laughs> why are you 
Sorry, it's, it's all every day. Eat, sleep, I and spend too eat. much time watching. If it was making fun of me, I'd be like watching the Texans or I know. <laughs> the Colts. I, or... I really, I love the NFL as much as anyone, and I'll watch it on bye weekends. I, but you will not. Get I was here. So, so the main thing was I was skipping all the, the like the actual the wide receivers. I just wanted mm-hmm. to watch the offensive line for the Texans. This is how we get there, um, but. I wanted to watch Laramie Tunsil because he's a great left tackle. And then I was like, I liked Kenyon Green coming out. How's that going? Good for you. I watched four games of the Texans. Good for you. Keep up that work. You know, if you have a passion, you want to watch the NFL games. It it helped. Damian Lewis, left guard for the Seahawks. Available free agent next year. I'm in. Also, uh, uh, Jonah Jackson for the Lions. Left guard, free agent. I watched both those guys. They're both good. So I, if the Bengals want to make a move at left guard, I've got two guys on a, on the list for next year. Don't worry, I'm sure if those. Hopefully, it doesn't. Cordell Wilson's going to light it up, and yeah, they're not. Yeah, he just lines up that. and but, um, dominates. But yeah, just in case. Uh, good stuff. Make sure you follow along. You can follow his Twitter page at Bengals underscore Sands. I almost forgot it. Or you can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. And thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.